Do you know what one of the fastest growing segments of the luxury travel business is? Welcome to Off Call on ReachMD XM157. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. Joining me today is Janet Liebert, Editor-in-Chief and Publisher of the American Express Publishing Corporation's Executive Travel Sky Guide and the Editor-in-Chief of Executive Travel Magazine, a lifestyle publication for the executive-level business traveler. Janet also oversees the newly launched eSky Guide, a digital database that instantly puts flight schedule information in the hands of busy travelers. Janet, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Well, so this show really exists for what we as doctors or nurses or PAs or dentists can do when we actually do get some time off. So what's new out there and what is kind of becoming a fast-growing destination? Well, one of the types of travel that's growing very quickly is something called expedition cruising. So obviously we're all familiar with big cruise trips and big, beautiful luxury liners. This is a different kind of cruising that's very much defined by exploration and mystery and excitement and adventure where passengers are on a very small ship Mm -hmm. and go to very exotic places. So give me an example. How small and how exotic? So most likely the number of people on your small ship would range anywhere from it could be as small as 20 Mm -hmm. up to at most around 100 people. And the excitement of an expedition cruise is that it's very much about the adventure and the mystery of travel because you're going to places like Alaska, the Arctic, Antarctica, off the coast of Mexico in the Strait of Cortez. So there's some very exotic destinations that are very much defined by nature and mm-hmm. novelty and places that people on big cruise ships can't get to. So is that because the boats are small enough they can maneuver into different ports? Exactly. And because the operators of these small ships are also very much focused on education mm-hmm. and providing lots of really local detail about where you're going and about the nature and about the cultures of the destinations you're traveling to. So you can actually learn and relax. Exactly. And for kids, it sounds fantastic. So is it good for kids or are they not geared for them? You know, generally, these cruises are geared towards older adults, although I would certainly bring kids who are interested in really learning lots about the world. The focus on many of these is about ecotourism, and sometimes kids sort of lose interest in that. Right. So it's got to be a certain type of kid. Yes. An older kid and one who actually can step away from his Game Boy for a minute. (laughs) And who's interested in actually doing something. Like So on many of these cruises, for example, you'll be allowed to go out on a kayak. So you'll go out, you know, with one other person or by yourself and actually kayak and go out and look at the flora and the fauna and the sea life and all the fabulous things that you can see. Janet, have you been on one? I have. Which one did you go on? So I went up and I went through Glacier Bay outside of Alaska. Uh-huh. It was fabulous. It was an amazing experience where you're kayaking along with seal pups swimming beside you, watching glaciers calve into the ocean. It's truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Hmm. It actually does sound magical. It is. It's tr- it truly is. It's very different. It's You're not going to have casinos on board. Right. You're not going to have big spas. Some of them actually are getting much more upscale and adding swimming pools and, you know, different kinds of restaurants. But in general, it's a little bit more Spartan than you would get on a big luxury cruise liner. What about, I like to eat, Janet. So is the food pretty good or is it just, you know, one guy sitting and, you know, using a hot stove? (laughs) 
you know, bringing in the fish and putting right. them into the, onto Which the plate. Which would be fine if it was truly fresh fish. Yeah, no, and actually that's one of the things that defines small ship cruising like this is that it really is about the locality of where you're cruising, mm-hmm. and a lot of the food does tend to sort of focus on the local diet. So is it big, luxurious French cuisine? No, no, not so much, but really very much interesting in that it's very local. Are there any of these expedition cruises that are luxurious also? You know, luxury is how you define it. And I would suggest that luxury in this day and age is really about the experiences and being able to go places that people normally don't go. So in that sense, I think these are really luxurious, great opportunities. Well, I've seen the clipper boats, but there's one that's a high-end, looks like a beautiful boat, but it's, you know, it's fashioned like an old-fashioned clipper boat. Exactly. Is it, is it Wind? And I think Windstar. Is it Windstar? That could be it. You know, there truly are all different kinds of boats, and that is really geared, quite frankly, to the destination that you're going. So what you're talking about are some of these boats that are sort of crafted after the turn of the century steamerships. Mm-hmm. Right. You can also take a cruise on an icebreaker up into the Arctic or the Antarctic. So the ships really vary tremendously in the style and the level of actual true onboard amenities. But what they do all have in common is the destination and the educational experience with the folks that they bring on board that would teach you about the destinations and all different kinds of things. Janet, what do these trips cost versus just a, a normal cruise line? So they are generally pricier in the sense that they're usually somewhere in the range of between four and $5,000 a person, and they can vary depending Who's on... Who's got that kind of money? You know what? Oh, wait, doctors used to. We used to. <laughs> And people who really want to see the world and might give up the right. frappuccino to, yes. you know, go on a trip like this. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Off Call on ReachMD, the show that kind of tells you what you can do when you're not working. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and joining me today is Janet Liebert, who is editor-in-chief and publisher of American Express Publishing Corporation's Executive Travel Sky Guide, and we're talking about expedition cruises Janet, let's say that you do want to bring your kids and an expedition cruise is not for you. Mm-hmm. Let's say you've got two teenage kids. What would be a great kind of cruise line that would accommodate them and so you wouldn't have to see them at night? <laughs> well, let me be clear. I do think that these small ship cruising expeditions do invite teenagers to come on board. It's really much more about what parents think their children would be interested in. And obviously many parents want their kids to be well-traveled and experience the world. So don't discount and don't definitely not go on a small ship cruise because they are generally geared towards adults. Right. I'm just worried about that, you know, our kids need so much distraction these days that they don't know how to just relax and enjoy nature and perhaps just watch a glacier melt. You know, I would suggest in this case that... Medicate them. (laughs) No, but I think what, yes, maybe if you want, you are doctors. But really, once you get kids out of the regular home environment Mm -hmm. and put them in a place that's, in the case when I went on the cruise, where you're staring at an amazing glacier that kids read about in books but don't really ever get to experience. And I do think that expedition cruising allows a lot of sort of activities during the day for kids. So whether it's snorkeling when you're in a warm weather climate or kayaking in less warm climates or hiking when you do shore excursions, there really is a lot to do for kids. I would suggest that there's no opportunity for like daycare right. on board these small ships. And in that case, I'd go on there's some fabulous big cruise ships out there and, sure. 
and those are great for kids. And many of those cruise lines are geared towards kids. These smaller cruise lines, do they have a TV in the room? Let's say if you want to watch a DVD on your downtime. Or are they that Spartan that they really don't have TV or Internet access or anything? It depends on where you're going and then on the ship that you're going on, where there are some satellite-based communications possible. But in general, you can certainly plug in a DVD and look at movies, but in terms of live television, most of them at this point don't have that or actually, quite frankly, encourage that because there's so much community on the ship that you do spend a lot of time with each other and on board and Mm -hmm. seeing things. So you're not really going to want to spend your time in your cabin. Right. It sounds like a much more intimate way of traveling. It is, and it's really, in my mind, a way to see the world. Yeah, I mean, the big cruise lines are really just giant hotels on water. And meet a certain need if that's what you're looking for. And there's certainly some beautiful luxury big cruise ships. But in this case, this is really a different kind of a... I'm sold. I want to go. Can you get me a deal? (laughs) I can, but I know you're a doctor and can afford it on your own. (laughs) (sighs) Janet, if, uh, if you only knew... If you only knew how rough it was out there. You know what, though? You can actually sign up on these expedition cruising websites, and Mm -hmm. they do have specials. And just like any tour operator, there are shoulder seasons where pricing is less. So tell me one of those websites for our frugal physician listeners, such as me. Okay, what I would suggest to kind of cover a bigger spectrum is if you go to smallshipcruises.com, it looks at a range of small and large kinds of expedition cruise specialists. And so you can start there and then work your way down based on destination or time of year. Any other tips you have for finding a special expedition cruise? You know, I would not discount your local or big travel agent. American Express has some great travel agents. There's just a lot of local travel agents that really do well in terms of cruising. And as you mentioned early on, cruising is growing by leaps and bounds. And so Travel agents are very much more knowledgeable about all different kinds of cruising today than they were a couple of years ago. Can we talk about some of the common fears or myths of cruising for a minute? What about getting seasick? These smaller ships obviously don't have the gyroscopes that the bigger ships do, so you're more likely to get seasick. True or false? You know, I'd have to give that a in the middle, (laughs) depending on how sensitive you are to seasickness. And being doctors, I know that you all know there's ways around nausea on board, and they're just building more ships and adding more ships to these fleets. They're making them much more balanced. So I would suggest that it's possible, but know that there are ways around seasickness. And speaking of sickness, everybody is worried about getting some sort of viral infection that spreads through these big ships extremely fast. Have you even heard of it being a problem on the smaller ships? You know, I should mention that on most of these smaller ships, there is a doctor on board and there are medical facilities. Yes. I want to do that. (laughs) There you go. So what websites for that? (laughs) Go to any of them and sign up to be the doctor on board. I mean, that would be a great few months. It would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Janet, can you describe the psychographics of the type of person that really would want to go on an expedition cruise? Does it fit the doctor's mentality? You know, I would suggest that it is perfect for doctors in that one of the biggest psychographic measurements that these cruise lines have done for these small ships is they look for people and they're people who are very curious are drawn to expedition cruising. So curiosity, a willingness to explore and experiment and participate, people who want something unique and different, people who are interested in ecotourism and who have sort of a kind of wondering about global warming and what it will do to the planet. 
those folks are drawn to small expedition cruising. They tend to be well-educated and well-traveled, and that certainly speaks to doctors. And last question, are any of these going, let's say, down the Amazon? Can you find one of these that'll do that? Yep. So they'll go anywhere. They'll go anywhere. They'll go north. They'll go south. You can get one in the Mediterranean. You can get one in the Caribbean, wherever you want to go. And also know that some of the very larger upscale tour operators like Butterfield and Robinson, Cox and Kings, Abercrombie and Kent, Mm -hmm. those tour operators that started out as land have really also moved to small ship cruising because there's such a demand for it. So... There's lots of places to go in the world on a small ship and lots of really great tour operators providing those experiences. Well, Janet Liebert, thank you very much for coming on Off Call. It's been great. If you'd like to comment or listen to our full library of podcasts, please visit us at ReachMD.com. And if you register with the promo code RADIO, we will give you six months free of streaming ReachMD that you can listen to on your computer at home or at work. And thanks for listening.